Sisters. It is your host, Ginger. I want to just start off saying I'm back. I know I took a little break, but it was so necessary with everything that's going on in the handmade jewelry world, handmade retail world. Of course, we just got through with Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Sunday for some of us, and Cyber Monday. Y'all, it was a fantastic, busy, grateful time for me. That's the best way I can describe it if I had to put it into words. Uh, everything was beautiful as far as me being proud of the collection that I produced, feeling like I had just the, the right pieces or the best pieces that I could make that I felt that I put my all into and then just having my behind the scenes business handled you know uh, for years I have participated in Black Friday and I feel like every year I have improved on how I prepare for it you know making decisions on how should I have the sale when should I have the sale for how much how long and so I'm very very proud of myself because I was able to execute things that I plan way ahead of time let's say 60 to 30 days out maybe I should have said 30 to 60 days out whatever you understand what I'm saying plan 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 to get ahead so I did that it was well received I felt like it's also necessary that you go through steps like having maybe slow black Fridays or slow sales so that you'll know how to improve I know that so many people want to hit the ground running with everything being so perfect with their brand and their business and having all of these sales. And if I sell out of everything, that's going to motivate me to stay in business because if I don't, I'm just going to quit and this is just not for me. But we all know that is not life. And from what I'm understanding, the majority of my audience that listens to Voice of the Makers are women mostly women of color and mostly women that are over 30 some have children or at least you have nieces and nephews so my question is how can we tell them to be patient and them to keep trying and to keep going if even if they fail or they don't succeed in the beginning and we don't have that same hope and positivity for ourselves we're like if this podcast doesn't take off if I don't get 10 reviews in the first 90 days I quit it's almost, well, no, it's absolutely being hypocritical. Absolutely. So, like I said, that's where I've been. I knew that I wasn't going to be doing a podcast because I needed to make sure that by me being a one-woman show, I was taking care of business, you know, not dropping the ball, making sure that if something did fall through the cracks that I was able to be available to answer the questions and to put out those fires. But thankfully, I didn't have too many of those. Again, because it it comes from practice and patience and perseverance and failing and realizing, oh my gosh, maybe I should have done it this way or next year I'm going to do it that way. I'm going to do more research and put in more time so that I can be better. Yes. I spent this time also enjoying the holidays typically for me 
I find myself being so busy that it's hard for me to get all the way into the holiday mood. And for myself, that's not that serious. But for my family, that could be bad. It could be bad if I'm not showing up mentally and physically for them during the holidays. I have small kids and a husband and my mom and they're around me. And so they want to, you know, listen to the music and watch the movies and cook and talk. And so I really appreciate planning ahead of time so that I wouldn't have to be so, um, not present mentally with them, you know, I wanted to be able to focus on them and laugh at the jokes and talk about the good times and reminisce and eat the food and not rush and say, oh, okay, I got to get back to my computer or I have to check this email or I have to respond to this chat. So that was a beautiful thing because there have been times when I was rushing to eat my dinner so that I could get back on to my Black Friday sale or I could send out an email or message someone and I didn't have to do that this time so that was a huge blessing to me and my family and we had a good time we ate well we were merry we watched movies Christmas movies some of the new blockbuster movies and you know those times you just can't get back yes you want to make the sales and you want to be there for your customers and you should be but you should also be present in the moment with you and your family because that's irreplaceable. Um, I also have been spending this time supporting others. So I have a couple of friends who started a podcast and I basically have been listening. So I know some podcasters don't listen to other podcasts because they don't want to be influenced and they don't want their podcast to be fused or sound similar to someone else's. And I get it. However, for me, I genuinely want to support other podcasters. So I did take the time out and I listened to my friend's new podcast, Circle of Influence, with Brandy, or you can call her B. Chanel, and Kay. And it's wonderful to hear a podcast, especially, I, I think my favorite podcasts are when it's two individuals, like a host and a co-host. Because it's just the energy and the different dynamic and the way that they communicate and maybe they have like banter going on or whatever the case may be on the different topics that they speak about. And so I begin to think about my own podcast in those terms, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, I listen to Circle of Influence. That's a great podcast. I listen to the new, the new Jill Scott's podcast, Gammy. Uh, she's Jada Jada Pinkett Smith's mother. Uh, she has a nice podcast, Gammy. Um, and what else have I listened to? Of course, I listened to uh, my boy. Oh, his mind. My, my mind just went blank. Uh, I cannot think of that podcast. But if, when I do, I'll go back to it. But I just have been all over the place listening to others and kind of just being a a part of the audience being a part of the listenership of others because sometimes when we're trying to do something ourselves we kind of like are just tunnel vision with that and we don't spread the love properly 
And I believe that is very, very, you know, necessary. It's just like when you have children, you know, if you're just focusing on one child, how are you going to make sure that you're equally showing this, you know, the same amount of love to the other child if you're just focused on one child all the time, you know? So it's about balance. Oh, my boy, Nikos. That's the podcast, um, Views of a Jerk. Views of a Jerk. I've been listening to his podcast, and his podcasts are long, but they're entertaining. And for a maker like myself, when I can be in my office for like two to four hours at a time, especially around the holidays, his podcast really, really like carries me through. Because I do listen to music, but sometimes a podcast, hearing, you know, another human voice uh, speak is very, very soothing, at least for me. So... Oh, my mom. My mom started a podcast. So my mom is what you would consider a senior, you know, of course. And she has been, you know, thinking and looking for different ways to express herself create creatively and just spiritually. Uh, my mom is a minister, so she has a podcast called The Lord's Table, and her name is Ruth. You would look for Ambassador of Christ. Ruth Barnwell. So I have been helping her with that. And, you know, I just want to uplift and support all my family members and friends as much as I can, because it actually is very therapeutic for me. And it, I still feel productive, you know, and I still feel blessed and fulfilled when I'm helping other people. And I just feel like sometimes, you know, we say we will, oh, I'm going to help them after I help myself. But like, do you really have a timeline for that? Or are you only focused on you? You know, you're using that friend or that person that helped you build what you're building. But do you take the time out and really invest in them? Or are you just doing it just because it's a tit for tat thing? So anywho, what I do is take the time out and do what I can because I know that Starting anything is hard. Being consistent is hard and staying motivated and driven. It takes more than just you. You can listen to all the podcasts, all of the self-care, self-help books you want. You can read, you can exercise. But I just feel like God designed it where the help from another human being is necessary. It's hard to avoid it. You do need more than just yourself in this world. And that's just a hard fact. The other things that I have been doing, of course, is school with Zoe. So I've been really focusing in on this online school because I'm kind of up in a little debacle with this whole thing of keeping her doing online learning or distance learning with her current school that she's enrolled in. Or maybe even thinking about how to homeschool. And if you're listening to me and you homeschool or you have any ideas or reservations, share that with me. Whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, you can email me at GeminiFly at gmail.com. I really am thinking about how is it possible that I can homeschool my child to the best of my ability and really curate her education Um, Because I don't always agree with the curriculum and the process that comes from the school that she's enrolled in. Like, I feel like it's a good education, but I feel just the structure of it. Like, 
I'm getting text messages from our teacher that today we're changing the schedule and it throws off everything. Like, um, and I understand, you know, they have guidelines and they have people above them that give out orders, but it's just a little, sometimes it's a little all over the place and confusing to not just her, but me, because I'm trying my best to have a structured brand with you know, fulfilling orders at a certain time and my different commitments. And I have another child and a husband. So, you know, sometimes I feel like if I were to homeschool her, I would have more control over the situation. And I could guarantee that she's getting the best education she possibly could get because it's not ran around a certain stipulation or around a, a large group of students and you're trying to cater to all of their needs I could focus in on her needs exclusively you know so like I said if you have any suggestions about homeschooling reservations whatever the case may be feel free to let me know reach out talk to your girl okay because I'm definitely considering it Oh, we did a lot of house stuff too. So around this time, my husband and I, we do like a lot of DIYs. Um, if there are upgrades that need to be done, because we're grown, right? So, you know, Christmas is definitely a great time to, to give gifts and to celebrate each other. But we do that throughout the year as well as Christmas. And my husband's birthday is actually December 29th. So he like gets all the gifts, right? <laughs> and I'm... I'm weird. I love giving gifts. I don't really like receiving gifts that much because I always feel like I'm overthinking it. Like, why did you spend this much money on me? And I know, you know, most people are like, look, give me all the things, you know, just everything. I'll take it. And I guess, especially since I became a mother and since I started a brand, I'm always thinking about how to, you know, the bigger picture, you know, like, okay, a ring upgrade is nice, but a trip to Jamaica or Tulum or Tanzania is, you know, something I think I could appreciate a little bit more. And I know some of you all are probably like, girl, get that ring upgrade and take it to Jamaica. I get it, but you know, I'm a little bit different. I think I value memories and experiences more than things. I just do, even though I do like nice things. It's just my uh, preference of what I put value on. And I spent this time looking forward into the new year. So every year I just, around this time, I try to take an evaluation of my life, of my brand, of my health, and just start thinking about all the things that I accomplished, you know, the things that I didn't get to do and also the things that I want and desire to do in the new year because it's a great thing to look forward at the possibility and to get excited about it and to plan for it. And even though things may change, and I haven't always had this mindset, if you will, but I feel like planning, especially this year, has really set the bar for my life. It seems like everything that I wrote down like literally wrote down with the pencil and paper. I'm not a big note taker as far as on your phones. Um, I do put my hashtags when I do my post on like Instagram in my notes, but I really don't like put all the things in my phone. I like the old fashioned feeling of writing in a notebook, you know? So 
to do that and to have a checklist and check things off, it's just made me feel so mature and so accomplished when I do it that way. So I've definitely started that and I think I want to get two more planners, like a 2021 planner for my family and my health and, you know, just keeping myself in order, working out because I'm getting older, all of that good stuff. And then I want to have a 2021 planner for Gemini Fly, you know, and whatever else may peek its head out in 2021. I had a very, very beautiful moment around this time. So it was a little bit before I started kicking off everything uh, Black Friday planning. I had a conversation with another brand, black women, woman owned brand, and it was so refreshing and enlightening. Now I do have relationships with several small brands, uh, women owned brands, um, small black owned businesses as well. And small black women owned businesses. So I feel like it's very important to have a good mix, you know, of different races, different genders, and similar races and similar genders or the same, you know. So this one particular conversation I had, it was so enlightening. Like it was a rush for me. And I know I've probably mentioned it before, but this one, it just really set my soul on fire because I thought that this didn't exist unless you paid for it. Like unless you paid a business coach and sometimes in that aspect, I feel like they tell you what you want to hear or what they need to tell you to get paid, which is business. I get it. But to have a non-biased conversation with someone that really, really wants to see you win, like they already support you and you support them, but that's not even the case. They're, they're like looking at they're taking evaluation unbeknownst of you, right? Of your brand. They're like, you know what? If she just did A, B, and C, she would, I just know it would kick off for her. And I received that information that I, I spoke with the other sister about because I just always, I, I had this conversation with my husband. I said, babe, there has to exist these women because I feel like I'm that woman that, if you allow me to, if I feel comfortable to, I will speak, you know, positivity in your life and not just these unicorns and fairy tales. No, the real deal. Like, hey, your brand is awesome, but I feel like if you polish up your labels or if you made things look a little more classy and professional, not in a way to hurt you, and you do have to have a certain type of relationship with people to have these conversations, that it will take you to the next level it will catapult you into where you're trying to go or maybe where you haven't even thought you could uh achieve what you could achieve like i said i've had these conversations with people before there are some small brands that contact me just like me and maybe they're even you know just starting out and sometimes i don't feel as comfortable but if they ask i will let them know sis you need to be more consistent on social media you need to talk to your customers you need to take better pictures you need to put yourself out there people need to know it's you behind the brand you need to tell a story i don't mind sharing that especially if it's if you're open to it but i was so open to that conversation and i literally 
hell back tears because you know we don't have that type of relationship where I just could cry in front of her but I really wanted to and I probably should have and I did um I did do that when I got off the phone like tears are just coming out my face because I knew it was possible I knew it was possible to have these type of relationships and so um I'm just so happy that I got to fellowship in that way during this time you know with the holidays and coming to the closing of the year so you know my dreams are coming true of expanding my tribe and you know finding or people finding me where we match each other's energy because you know there's one way to just talk to somebody else who has a small brand and you feel like you're doing all the talking and they're taking notes from you and they're trying things and they're not going to say thank you or anything like that they take it and run with it and they may trade off a couple of little ideas some of them you may have already known some not but it's not genuine it's all about capitalism on their end or capitalism on yours but what is definitely uh, genuine situation like sis I want to see you win and succeed and I know these things that help you and vice versa oh it just it feels different you know because I've had some of those conversations too where it felt like a big takeaway or it felt rough or it didn't feel mutual it felt like that person was trying to capitalize like oh thank you for the information deuces and I felt so cheap it was almost like going on a date and feeling used or, or dating someone and feeling used like ugh, I feel so unfulfilled and that can happen in any type of relationship so just be aware of those but appreciate those organic ones that make you feel like I don't know like it's your birthday <laughs> yeah so it's like I'm growing my tribe y'all it's like I'm growing my tribe of colleagues and co-workers and it's an amazing feeling and I encourage everyone to do it also this is the time of the year where I start thinking about revamping you know throughout I would say this last quarter of the year I've been thinking about just different changes and I do it pretty much around this time every year just if I want to change up my logo if I want to change up the um, my packaging or my cards or anything like that I I do it at this time, you know, paying bills, you know, paying my domain off and getting all of my receipts together so that I'm prepared when tax season comes and I'm not overwhelmed because if you have a small brand, a small business, you have to remember that you do have to file taxes. You know, if you have a tax ID number and you're using it and you're just collecting money, period, you're supposed to report it. I know some people feel like they don't, but you do. So, yeah, just getting all of my ducks in a row so that I can move forward in 2021. That's another thing that I've been focusing in on. And last but not least, the podcast. I've been really thinking about the future of Voice of the Makers. And I can say that December 26, 2018 was when I started this podcast, the day after Christmas. And the fact that it's about to be December 26th again. And I felt like, I really thought this was going to be my last podcast of the year, but I think I'm going to do one more. I wanted to do one right after uh, Thanksgiving and before Christmas, but I think I'm going to do one more just to close out the anniversary date of 
Voice of the Makers. And y'all, when I started this journey, I really didn't know much about what my purpose was, more so than I needed to talk. I'm a talker. I love to chit chat about so many different things, so many different topics. But for whatever reason, I chose Voice of the Makers because I felt like we didn't really have a voice, especially in the podcast world, and especially women that look like me. And in my vision, I was just like, oh, this is so necessary, so needed. I know I need it. And I probably went in with blinders on thinking all the makers that are cool with me on Instagram and Facebook, they're going to listen. And I do feel like a few of them do, but I don't think it was received the way that I envisioned it. But I will say it was received by my my supporters, my customers, my fly girls. It was received by other small business uh, brands. And that meant so much to me because it meant that I was connecting with the people that I should be connecting with, not the people I desired to that may have said, girl, I know way more than you. I've been a maker for so long or I sew and, you know, I paint and I do this and I do that and you make jewelry and, you know, sometimes people don't even consider me a maker on certain, to certain standards, you know, but I know what I am. So to hell with what they got to (laughs) say, or let me say it better, to heck with what they have to say about what I do. (laughs) But anyway... So I have, I have had a beautiful run so far. The ratings and the reviews, the comments, the DMs, the sharing of the podcast. It was more than I ever thought that it could be. And I think I have, I know I have over 50 episodes. Some are interviews, some are, are wild card episodes when I really didn't talk about being a maker much. But most of them are about, are about my journey in being a maker and the things that I have experienced. And I'm about 75% out of 100% feeling as if Voice of the Maker's ship has sailed. I feel like I've talked about everything that I possibly could talk about. And I feel like I have so much content out there that you can go back and listen to and just be inspired and be informed and have some aha moments. And I really don't know how much more I can say about Voice of the Makers. I love podcasting. Like I said, I love to talk, but I don't know if this spectrum of my little piece of the podcast world will continue. I feel like there's something else. There's another turn of my voice being out in this podcast world. So You know, I will definitely come back with the final episode for the year. And who knows? It may be the final episode of Voice of the Makers. But I want to encourage you all, like I said, to go back, to share, to continue to listen, continue to reach out and connect with me and be on the lookout for another realm of my podcast to come out. Because, like I said, I love to talk. I love to talk about so many different things, not just being a maker. And I know that there is room enough for me to come in a different capacity. And that if you followed me here, you would love to follow me there to get a different perspective of so many different things. So be on the lookout for it. 
And if I don't speak to you prior or after or during, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa. If you don't celebrate any of these holidays, I just hope that you are happy, healthy, and safe. This has been a very, I would say amazing year. I won't say that it's been terrible because we're still here. We're still alive. And though we've had some scares, some of us have lost um, family members. Some of us have had health scares ourselves. The fact that we are still here in the land of the living means so much. So never, ever take it for granted. I know I don't. And until next time, you take care.